Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. Today's episode brought to you by Risen Life Church. Risen Life Church invites all people to experience a transformed life through Jesus Christ. Risen Life teaches that there is a gracious God who loves us and demonstrated this love by sending His only Son, Jesus, God in human flesh, to die on a cross for our sins. It is through a personal faith in Jesus that we find the healing and restoration of the brokenness that we all feel. We invite you to join us Sunday mornings, 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Christmas Eve at 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. to celebrate Jesus and His coming to earth. If you're unable to be with us in person, please join us online through our website at risenlifeutah.org. Good morning, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. I'm so glad that you're here. It is a beautiful day outside. It has been softly snowing throughout the morning, but now the sun is coming up and things are clearing out and it just looks like it's going to be a good day for a good day. So I thank you again for joining with us here. Now, if you were like me, your last month has been about gifts, shopping, purchasing, wrapping, even hiding gifts. I'm running out of places to put things where my children won't look to find them. So with Black Friday and Cyber Monday and every other opportunity to shop this Christmas season, I'd ask you, have you found or perhaps selected the Christmas gift? this year. Now, you know what I'm talking about because every Christmas season, there seems to be the gift that is much in demand and often hard to find. I'll personally never forget working at my first job, Kmart, back in 1996 when Tickle Me Elmo came out. Now, I was the one who was given the dreaded, I I would say chore, but perhaps to put it positive, the opportunity (laughs) of unlocking the front doors. I can't even begin to describe this mob-like scenario I was facing as I had to officially open the store for all the mad dash shoppers charging at their chance to grab one of these hard-to-find gifts this year of that Tickle Me Elmo. Well, today we're going to look at the Christmas gift. It's the gift of all time and the Christmas gift that you may want to yet select for this year. Now, to find out more about this gift, we're going to take a look at Matthew chapter 2, verse 11 in the Bible. It says, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Let's unpack this a little bit. Here is the Magi presenting Jesus with gifts. Now let's take a look at what these gifts are, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, gold doesn't require much explanation, right? But frankincense, as you may know, is an aromatic resin that you can get from certain trees. It was used in perfumery, aromatherapy, even some medicines. Myrrh, however, is like frankincense as it is an aromatic resin from certain kind of trees. But according to Wikipedia, at times in history, it was considered so valuable as to have been equal in weight value to gold. In addition to being used in perfume and medicine, it was also in incense and even used in the embalming process. Now, notice that the verse refers to the Magi opening their treasures and presenting them as gifts. So in getting with the Magi's treasures given to Jesus, let me ask you a question. What treasure 
are you giving Jesus for his birthday this year? My brother's birthday is just days before Christmas, and of course, I take him a gift. We're actually preparing to head out to his birthday this weekend. It's his birthday, you take a gift. It's just what we do, right? Now, can you imagine showing up for a birthday party and all of the guests giving gifts to each other instead of the birthday person? And I doubt that the birthday girl or guy would feel very honored by that. Now, you might be thinking, well, we, in honor of Christ's birthday, give each other gifts. But doesn't that seem to imply that there really is nothing that we can do to provide Christ with an appropriate birthday gift? Consider what Jesus has already given us. John 3.16, God so loved that he gave. John 14.27, Jesus said, my peace I give to you. Romans 6.23, Paul says, the gift of God is eternal life. 2 Corinthians 9.15 speaks of God's indescribable gift. And then James 1.17 declares every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It just seems rude, selfish, ungrateful to present anything less than a treasure to Jesus in honor of his earthly birth. So consider that question again. What treasure are you giving Jesus for his birthday this year? Now, I'm not saying that giving gifts to other people is wrong. In fact, growing up, my mom would always have a cute Christmas list that she would hang up on the refrigerator, and all of us could put on the things that we wanted for Christmas, you know, a wish list. Mine, for some reason, always appeared to be very long with every type of Barbie doll and My Little Pony and baby doll accessory listed on it. My brother and sisters were more simplistic of gift cards or items for their car. Then my dad, I think, always he just put jokes on there. And my mom, well, she'd keep her short and to the point, but she'd always include where you could get the item, even including the aisle sometimes, and how much it costs. Well, we're going to talk through what perhaps may be five things on Jesus's wish list. And we're going to start with the fifth and we're going to work up to number one. So number five, perhaps it's a financial gift to the Lord, you know, a special love gift to God. Growing up, my parents would give their first gift of the season and the most costly one, meaning whatever they'd end up spending on us kids, they'd make sure they were giving more here in this gift. But they do so by giving this gift to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, which was to help missionaries in other countries. They gave their first, they gave their best to him. And that's actually stayed with me all my life to follow suit. So perhaps considering a financial gift to the Lord. Number four might be time with us. So committing to daily time with the Lord. I tell you, this one will change your life. Prayer time, devotional time, time in his word, simply being still to hear him, to listen for God's promptings in your life, but committing to daily time with God. We wouldn't think of going a day without uttering one word to those in our household, right? And yet all too often, talking with our Creator, our Father, that can be put off far too long. This will look a little different for everyone, and that's fine. You can look back at Season 2, Episode 23, A Season of Rest, which covers this a bit. But commit to daily time spent intentionally with God. I have things all around my house to constantly draw my attention to the Lord. Decor pieces with Bible verses on them are set out around the house, Artwork with sayings such as one of my favorites is right as me and the kids come downstairs in the morning, there's this big sign that says, good morning, this is God, I'll be handling all your worries today. I also have devotionals like in the kitchen counter or in my bathroom on that counter. 
We also read something at breakfast that we have there on the kitchen table. We have our own devotional books in our living room. And I personally just like to grab a hot chocolate and sit down after dinner in my rocking chair with my Bible. But honestly, my favorite times of the Lord are the spontaneous ones. You know, the ones where I am waiting in line at carpool pickup, and I feel the gentle breeze in my hair, and I hear the sounds of the kids all getting out of school, and I just talk with God. A rule of thumb I try to apply in my own life that I actually learned from my parents is when going through anything, have you talked to God about it first? We're so tempted to pick up that phone call, call a friend, call our sister, whomever it might be, but have we talked to God about it first? So that wish list number four that daily time with the Lord. Number three, might be things we need to get out of our life that displease Him. Maybe things that are hurting you or even others. That could be gossip. That could be addictions. That could even be relationships. I went through a season of life once where my friendship circle was a huge blessing until it wasn't. And it became more of a temptation than anything. And I had to get that out of my life because I knew to walk down that road would be displeasing to Him. It didn't make it any easier or something I wanted to do, but I know it was honoring the Lord. So perhaps evaluating your life and seeing if there are any areas that would displease Him and just cutting them out. Number two, our best. Perhaps God wants our best this Christmas. Now, I think of 1 Corinthians 10.31, which I actually have a decoration block on my desk, and it reminds me to do everything for the glory of God. This is giving our best personally, professionally, academically, relationally, and spiritually. It can also apply to the words we use, you know, the language, as well as how we just speak to others, how we spend our money, even choices we make regarding entertainment. You know, what do we allow ourselves to see or hear or places where we allow our feet to tread? That makes me think of a song I sing to my kids, Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. There's a father up above and he's looking down in love. So be careful, little eyes, what you see. (laughs) Just giving our best. As a parent, this is a phrase I've also used quite a bit in our home when it comes to chores. When I go to check off one of my children's chore work, happened last night with my son, I'll ask them, did you give your best? I tell you, these days, work ethics are a struggle. Yes, many can just show up, but that's not something to necessarily be proud of. It's the working hard, giving something, our all, putting our best foot forward. Perhaps Jesus simply wants us to give or do our best. Now, don't confuse our best with perfection. We're still going to mess up. Doing and giving our best is more of a healthy strive. It's more about personal growth and achievement, not comparison or competition. It's applying that effort to cut out things that displease the Lord and to spending time with Him, as we mentioned, as number three and four. So again, give our best. But the number one thing I'm sure would be on that Christmas wish list for Jesus is us. Peter tells us in 2 Peter 3, 9, that the Lord is not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Let's walk down a place called the Romans Road for a moment. Here we find Romans 3, 23, simply letting us know that we are all sinners. Our next stop on this path is Romans 6, 23, helps us realize that we'll be held responsible for our sins, but that there is hope through a free gift of God, eternal life. 
Just a little further down is Romans 5.8, helping us understand that God loves us so much that while we were still sinners, He died for us. And next up, Romans 10.9, showing us that if we confess Jesus as Lord and truly believe in our hearts that God raised Him from the dead, we'll be saved. Trust Him. Surrender to Him. Some hear it as the ABCs, admitting we're sinners, that we've made mistakes, believing in our heart that God sent His one and only Son, Jesus, to die on that cross for our sins and then raise Him from the dead just as He said He would, and confessing Jesus as the Lord of your life, committing yourself to the life of following Jesus. Yes, it is that easy and it is that accessible. Now, if you've never made that decision yet you would like to today, I'd invite you to pray with me. Now, please note the words themselves will not save you. So don't worry about getting them flawless or saying things right. God knows your heart. And it is only faith in Jesus Christ that can truly save you. Would you pray with me? Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me, for my sins. I confess that I am a sinner and in much need of your forgiveness. Would you please forgive me of my sins? Won't you come into my heart this very moment? I believe that God sent his one and only son to die on that cross for my sins, and you rose again. I want to live my life for you from this day forward. In your most precious name I pray, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer today, I would love to hear of your decision and have the honor of praying for you on this new path. I'd ask that you let me know at contact.hollykirby.com. I'd also encourage you to listen to Caleb on the radio. I find so much encouragement there. Reach out and find a local church to get involved in. Tell a friend. You just made the biggest and best decision of your life for your life. So let's recap today. Jesus gave the gift to man on that first Christmas. The Magi gave the first gift to Jesus in honor of his birthday. But what about you? What treasure are you giving Jesus for his birthday this year? Merry Christmas, everyone. May we remember the reason for this season and focus on the Christ of Christmas as we seek to give him the gift this Christmas. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.